Podcast City Network. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to the Everett Lead Show. Do I have everybody's attention now? Woo! Slamming Thursday edition. Everett Lee and Lee Chris Rose. Let's do this! Let's do this welcome everyone to another slam and thursday edition of the everett lee show with everett lee and the chris rose tonight nxt aew show reviews for this week this day and wrestling history and our review and discussion on wwe saint valentine's day massacre from 1999 in your house presents and all that and much much more but let me go ahead and introduce my co-host he has the best european uppercut in the business he'll drop kick you without even looking back twice he is the chris rose baby how you doing tonight chris Everly, I'm doing fantastic. It has been one hell of a Thursday, one hell of a slamming Thursday, and it's been a great day. Uh, you know, this past uh, Saturday, KZW, D. Chris Rose defeated Coda, and um, now I will go on face Cousin Frank, which is crazy that I have to face him in the first round. But be that as it may, I will beat Cousin Frank, and I will win the tournament to become the KGW Heavyweight Championship. And that's why I've been in such a good mood here lately, because I know I will win that championship and be the best champion of all time in KGW. And that's what's going to happen, man. That's just plain and simple. I'm going to win the tournament. But, uh, you know, that's down the road. But tonight, I'm looking forward to the night. Looking forward to slamming Thursday. I am too. I am too, man. I am definitely, I definitely am too. And uh, all I got to say tonight, Chris, is this. It's showtime. That's right. It is showtime. So, gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. And let's jump in and talking about some wrestling. What do you say? You know, I'm ready. I I uh, was prepared. I took notes on AEW and NXT. The one thing I did not prepare for, though, was Monday Night Raw. I mean, here lately, man, it's been hard to watch. It's not been the best show. Rumble is good. Yes. I don't watch a lot of SmackDown, but Raw, man, is it's just from you know they're trying to make it better. 
they just kind of they're trying they're about to kill it with me, man. It's just hard to watch, but I'm ready to dive into it. I was I was really prepared big time on the AEW and NXT. Um, yes, it was very interesting to watch both shows at the same time. I really enjoyed that. And you didn't even needed a uh, PlayStation. You didn't even need a PlayStation Four to do that. That's that's the thing of it. A lot of people watch AEW NXT on PlayStation View. But the thing is, PlayStation View, I think, is basically going under, and you're not going to be able to watch it that way. But people are going to find different ways to watch it as yourself. And that's good because you can watch one thing on one TV, one thing on your mobile device, and it's great. It is definitely great that you're able to do that. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I use the Spectrum app on my Xbox instead of just going to my TV because I use Spectrum. Uh-huh. And I use the um, AEW on my TV on the Spectrum app, and on my phone on the Spectrum app, I watch NXT. Yes. More of an AEW guy because of Chris Jericho, uh, my favorite wrestler, idol of all time, and uh, NXT on my phone. Nice. Um, and I enjoy watching it like that. I do. I focused in on both shows, taking as much as notes as I can. It's fun. It's fun to, you know, watch how the shows are run compared to the other show as well. I'm going to do that from now on. It's fun to do, do it like that. It is. It is. It's always fun. You sit back and you just... Drinking a little bit of the bubbly. And then that's, that's, all you, that's all you do, man. That's all you do. And... Just, it's the best way to do it. There's no other way to watch wrestling. There's so much ways to watch wrestling that it's unbelievable. Back in the day, the best way to get good wrestling was VHS. You had a friend who had a VHS. He made a copy. Then he made another copy. You give it to another person. They make a copy and they make a copy. And that's how a lot of stuff got handed around back in the day. If you talk to a lot of old schoolers and stuff... Ask them about the VHS. They'll tell you about VHS tapes because that's just how it was. That's how things are. But now with technology, you go on the internet, YouTube, you type in a wrestler's name, and you pull pull them up on YouTube, you type in their name there, boom, there you go. You got matches. You got content. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It is. It is. Unbelievable. It is. And, like, I don't want to put you on the spot here, man. (laughs) For example, you. I watch a lot of your content on Facebook. You put put your matches up on Facebook. That's how I keep up with you. You, With social media right there. That's how you keep up with your wrestlers. You put your matches up. I love it. And, by the way, I do not have anybody to record my stuff for me anymore, so... I'm gonna have to find someone to do that now. Um, I don't have anyone to put that on there for me, and I certainly need that. Yes. Um, I really wish I'd have got the beat down up of uh, on Coda on Facebook. I really wish I got that beat down on there. Yeah. It was it was spectacular, spectacular. <laughs> Easy for me to say, right? It was. It was a great. It was a great. 
was a great beat down there. Yeah. And um I got some clips. A uh idiotic fan sent me, um, like I needed it, but <laughs> either way they sent me clips of uh, me and um it was awesome. And um just to me beating him and kicking his ass and I'll do it again and I'm gonna be the next uh heavyweight champion. That's all there is to it. I'm uh, coming for the championship. Uh huh. Let's talk about AEW, Chris. What do you say? Let's uh, get into it, man. I'm ready. Okay. AEW started out with the tag team match. You had Hangman, Adam Page, and Kenny Omega def- defending the AEW Tag Team Championships against SCU. SCU lost lost the tag team championships against Adam Page and um, Kenny Omega there. Now, this match started out with uh, with some uh, good like stuff that was going on, some good spots there it started out with. And, um, I mean, what would you think about how that started out there, how the match went and started going at the beginning there because it looked like Kenny Omega and uh, and Adam Page was about to, I mean, they pretty much were strong at the beginning there, don't you think? Yes. Yeah, man, they was um, really strong. Solid wrestling match in the beginning. Um, great athletic double-team moves by uh, Page and Omega. Um, great dive spots by both teams. Um, man, you know, like I said, I watched them at the same time, so I was flipping back and forth between uh, what they had on NXT. But you know, man, this match was was long. They finally slowed down the match and worked Omega for a while. They was going so fast it was hard to keep up. Then I watched NXT. Man, um, it was a good match. Omega and Paige came out victorious. Uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Enjoyed the match. Yeah, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it because there's a few times where I thought what the one thing I didn't like at the beginning of it how Christopher Daniel took off with the Dark Order. They are pushing the damn Dark Order, don't you think? With Christopher Daniels, he's going to join them. It's leading towards that. You know? Yeah. It is. It is. I. It looks like that. He took off. You didn't even see him around through the rest of the, uh, the, the, the match. I mean, he was in the back, and... Uh, I, I wondered what the hell happened to him because he took off and then while SCU was out there, they were they were trying to get those tag titles back, man. Did you think at one point, Chris, that they were going to get the tag titles back? I mean, yeah, at, at some points. But, man, like I said, I was watching both. And, you know, but, I mean, I thought it was a pretty good match. Uh, it was. It was. Yeah. Yeah. I. 
I enjoyed how Hangman Page came off the clothesline, off off the ropes, trying to do the clothesline a few times. I was surprised to see that Hangman Page and Kenny Omega actually retain the titles. I was thinking SU would, but it looks like Kenny Omega and Hangman Page are still working well together, and there's not been no uh, disgruntled stuff, you know, that's uh, been uh, you know hap you know happening, you know. Like there were before. With everything everything going on in this match and stuff, SEU did not win the tag titles. Dark Order comes out, Dark Order. They ended up going after going after and going after whoever was in the ring. I can't remember off the top of my head, but the thing is with with Dark Order, a lot of people do not like them. The young bucks don't like them. Um, private party, not private party. Was it best friends? They don't like them. They don't like them, man. And basically, it's just uh, it just it just gets me that um, they're really trying to push Dark Order to be like a menace. But hopefully, hopefully, we'll see. I I still believe that, you know, um, that Christopher Daniel is going to join the uh. Dark Order. <laughs> That's, you think so? Yeah, yeah. I think he is. It's going to lean towards that because why would he not? You know, why would he not? That would probably help uh, the Dark Order. To be honest with you, having Christopher Daniels and hopefully uh, Matt Hardy down the line if that ever happens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully he he will join them. Or he he may show up because they've been hitting at that, you know. So we'll just have to we'll have to wait and see. Definitely have to wait and see. But um, the next match you had Dustin Dustin Rhodes going up against Sammy Guevara. I loved th- this was basically it was a pretty good match here. And this match with uh, with Dustin, he he defeated Sammy Guevara in this match and then he what I liked about this was at the end where he called out Jack um you know Jack Hager and he basically said your MMA career sucked once you get in the ring with me <laughs> I I love that I I definitely loved the uh interaction there on that you know Yeah yeah I really enjoyed uh Rhodes challenging Hager at Revolution um, uh, just uh, poking fun at him and everything, but um, man, I, I really liked the match. Dustin took over in the beginning. Um, really good, uh, solid opener. Uh, I just love how Cody and Dustin both reinvented themselves after WWE. Both yeah. of them did, and and they're at they're um, you know. And they're doing really great right now. And I really love it, man. I really love how Dustin is uh, comfortable again and he's on he's wrestling on top. And you know, he, he got the victory on this one. Beat Sammy Guevara. I thought it was a good match and a good promo at the end. Um I really enjoyed this uh segment on AEW. Uh huh. Yeah, I I I enjoyed that. I definitely enjoyed that. 
I'm excited about what the next match because I've been saying it for weeks. I've been saying it for weeks. Okay. Or months. She I was happy that to see Nyla Rose going up against Rio. And you know what happened, Chris? Do you know what happened? I do know what happened, but um Tell me. Tell I didn't me. watch the match because um I'm gonna tell you why here in a minute. Yeah. Tell me why. Tell me. Come on. Come on, don't hold out on me. Do not hold out on me. <laughs> Come on. Well, I was going to let you go first, but um, let me tell you. Okay, we got Britt Baker doing this promo first, right? Yes, that happened you see beforehand. That? Yeah. What did you think Baker, of that? promo started off kind of bad, you know? Uh-huh. And listen, like, on the notes right here, it says Britt Baker's promo was awful. And as I got done writing it, I put a big, I put a upside down face on my notebook. And then I wrote Britt goes off and I love it all of a sudden. That was much. Because Britt did go off and then the crowd reacted big time. Calling them the Whataburger faces and stuff. Man, I love that. That was so funny. Yeah. Like, changed (laughs) that quick. And my notes did too. Like, I was just like, please stop. And then I loved it. It was was awesome. And then, you know, the match. Yeah. Rio did a spot where she jumped on Nyla and then threw Nyla back in the ring. And then I watched what NXT had on. <laughs> yeah. Like, how did she do that? But man, I'm glad Nyla Rose is finally the champion. Cause I thought it should have happened in the beginning. And I'm really interested to see where they go with this finally. <laughs> yeah. I was happy that Nyla won the championship. She should have won it. She should have won it. And she finally freaking won the championship. I'm so happy. I am so happy. Yes. Um to uh uh you know her to finally win this. And I loved your action backstage. I thought that was great. I thought that was great. Now, Nyla needs to keep this damn championship, and now they need to bring Awesome Kong in, and now they need to have a freaking program. There you go. You got a program now. You got a freaking program. Someone must have been listening. Someone must have been listening. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad she's the champion. and I'm, you know, Awesome Kong. Could come back and be the challenger, but we'll see what happens next week. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see what's going to happen next week here. I definitely am. Now this next match here, MJF going up against Jungle Boy. Wow, Jungle Boy, man, he it seems like he he gets gets better and better with with spots and stuff. You see that one spot he got MJF over in the corner and uh god dang a boy flipped. 
I don't know what the hell he did though, but it, it rattled MJ, MJF, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed this match. Um, man. Oh yeah. man, I loved it when. Did you see the picture in picture when MJF was walking around the crowd, uh, taunting them? Did you see that where it was on commercial? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was that was. Uh... What's that? He slapped a beer out of a guy's hand on the front row. I thought that was so funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, showing great heat throughout the match. Um, both teams have very great um, dives and flips. I mean, MJF's showing a different side that we don't usually see from him in this match of Jungle Boy. Mm-hmm. Man, I really, I really liked it. I really liked it. MJF Thompson uh, Brandy was good. Um, it looks like. Brandy is doing something different now in AEW, or she's still the Nightmare Collective. I'm not sure what's going on there, but I really like Brandy in this role other than the other one she's been in. Um, it was great to see MJF have a match finally, and yeah. good showing from uh, Jungle Boy and you know, MJF. Picks up the victory. It was a good match. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was. It was great. I mean, it. It definitely. It. It definitely was great because I figured. I, I figured Jungle Boy was going to get it though, but Wardlow. I can't stand Wardlow now. I can't stand him. This is basically how I feel. This is Chris. This is how I feel about Wardlow right now. Um, I just basically just feel about him. But there's one problem. Everybody still thinks that I absolutely suck. That's what I feel about him. <laughs> he walks around and probably thinks that, though. <laughs> because basically, he gets a phone call. Cacao, hello. Hey, it's nothing. He says he knows you. <laughs> but I, I, like, I can't wait to see Wardlow in the ring in action. <laughs> That's just how I feel right we're now. Gonna see we're we're, we're going to see that next week, or no? When is the Atlanta? Georgia? We're going to see it at Atlanta, Georgia, Steel Cage. Yeah, Cody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not next week. Next week they'll be in Texas, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm ready for the Steel Cage match. I'm ready for that. Yeah. Yeah, I am too. Um, yeah. 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 Um, so, basically, basically, that, um, the last part of this match here, what TV time was remaining? John Moxley going up against San Santana for an eye for an eye, man. <laughs> Now this is this is where it gets really interesting. This is what really caught me and re- what really made me like AEW for the night, for the fact that you had Moxley just 
Moxley being John Moxley. And then what of what happened was he ended up defeating Santana. And after after the match, this is what gets really interesting for me. For the fact that Jeff Cobb, out of all people, Jeff Cobb shows up in AEW and he's in the inner circle. I must have been underneath a rock this week for the fact that Jeff Cobb is now in AEW and he's not in ROH. What do you know about this? This took me by surprise, Chris. Had no freaking idea. No freaking idea. Yeah. That was a big surprise and um they made the announcement about Jeff Cobb, but he's been in uh, Ring of Honor and New Japan and he's been he's been around and he's a good he's a good uh, talent. And uh, yeah. I thought we were going to see uh, Jeff Cobb next week. I didn't think we were going to see him tonight. And, uh, yeah, he uh, comes out and attacks Moxley after his match with Santana, which was uh, a pretty good pretty good match. They started in the crowd, of course. I mean, just brawling and brawling and brawling. And, uh, you know, it was a pretty good match. But, you know, I watched NXT as well, and their main event was awesome. It was really good, too. Um, man, I, I, I'm with you. AEW was uh, better. Moxley finally won. But, uh, yeah, I'm, it was all about Jeff Cobb right here. He came in at the end. Man, I, I'm really excited to see Jeff Cobb in the inner circle, um, possibly. That's going to be fun. Or is he in there now? He's in there now. Uh, they didn't really... Look what he look what he's he, in there now. Okay, that's that's what I got out of it. Look what he did. Look what he did to Moxley. The guy freaking he came out yeah. there. He marched to the ring. He went after Moxley, and it was the inner circle is just going to grow, and yes. Jericho is going to be be the champion forever. Like I was saying from the beginning. Yeah, he's going to get everybody around him. He's going to have him a group. A uh, faction, a force to be reckoned with in the AEW, in a circle. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to see what Jeff Cobb does in AEW. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to see what he does. I, I definitely am. I'm ready to see what he does. I know my nephew. I want to give a shout out to him. Happy birthday, Cody! Today's his birthday, and uh, he's probably at Dave and Buster's right now with his. Uh, wife who married back in November so I want to wish him a happy birthday man he wanted me to come out tonight and I was like I can't man and he was like oh yeah it's Thursday I was like yep yep he's like all right man I was like I wish I could but I can't tonight uh, but I wished him a happy birthday and everything and and so wishing him the wish wished him the best so you listen, Cody. Happy birthday, and hope you have many, many more. But on to NXT. On to NXT, and uh, this right here, NXT, 
it had it to me this this week NXT just had a pretty just I don't know. It was not to par to me with AEW. I don't know what your thoughts are before we talk about the matches. You let me ask you. You look at the NXT this week and AEW just looking at the at the booking and the matches. What do you think? Uh as I'm looking through my notes right now, um, you know, NXT had some good uh, matches, but, you know, AEW's whole show, you know, show was better. It was. It was better than uh, NXT. But NXT, I mean, you know, I'll start right here from the beginning, if you don't mind. I mean, Roddy Strong and Bronson Reed, very first match. Yeah, Bronson Reed. Really, uh started out kind of slow because I was watching this match and SCU and, you know, what we discovered. And, yeah. you know, I was into the AEW match at first, but when the match on NXT came back from commercial, yeah, Bronson Reed and Roddy Strong picked it up, man. Roddy Strong with a superplex on the Bronson Reed, a... Suicide dive by Bronson Reed. A great finish by Roddy Strong. It was Bronson Reed coming off the top for a dive and Roddy Strong catching him with a UFC-looking knee strike for the win. I really enjoyed the finish. I actually liked this match better than the SCU, Hangman Page, and Omega Tag Team match. So I got to give NXT the nod in the first match, in my opinion. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Because of the ending, they picked it up, and it was a really good finish. So I have to say, the match, Roddy Strong and uh, Bronson Reed was, was great. I really, I really enjoyed it. Man. And then the promo afterwards, towards the Velveteen Dream. Yeah. And uh, that was a good promo back and forth between those guys. Oh man. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm really. I'm really excited to see the match between Roddy, Roddy Strong and Velveteen Dream. I'm really excited. I really want pump to see that match. Yeah. Yeah, it's one one thing, one thing, Bronson Reed. Who who the hell is this guy, man? This guy comes out of freaking nowhere like a damn freight train. He freaking goes after. Okay? He freaking goes after. Freaking mm-hmm. man, it just it just got it just got me, you know, right here with this, you know, with how how everything with uh, how Bronson Reed handles himself, man. I don't know. Yeah, he's he's a good talent. He 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 does a lot of. Uh stuff the cruiserweights do at a guy that size and he tells a good story in the ring and Roddy Strong took him on a whole new level right there that I mean Bronson Reed's got a good future in the in wrestling and I'm really ready to see what he does moving on after this match because Roddy Strong's one of the top guys 
in the company and having a good match like that, man, that it was good, especially the finish. I love the out of nowhere, not, a, not an ordinary finishing move finish. That's how that's, that's fucking booking. That's right. That's there. That is how you do it. Yeah. And it caught him out of nowhere. That's how, that's how you do it. I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, that was that was that was great. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what else to say, man. I don't know what else to say. But um, Bron- Bronson Reed, god dang, this guy just freaking just. <laughs> when I saw him come in the ring and him just manhandle Roderick Strong, I was like, uh, to my, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Excuse my French. I'm like, yeah, who is this guy? <laughs> who is this guy, man? This. It was a lot of the math in the beginning was a beat down and then it then it started to pick pick up and and it ended up being a great match, but yeah. Yeah, Bronson Reed had a good showing, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, he he did. He did he had a really good a really good show in there. He had a really good showing. And um I wanna throw this out here real quick. Something I'm trying new tonight on the stream here i added a chat box you may see periodically pop up on the screen some trying some new features out here on my streaming software that i didn't know i had and i really looked into and i was like a kid in a candy store i thought i was in baskin robbins and i saw all the cool stuff you can do with um, my streaming software i just was like (laughs) Where do I start? <laughs> I got a I, my yeah. my box. Okay, I got the chat box on Chris, but from my view on the software I'm viewing at right now, it's small. I've seen some comments pop up, and I can't read shit. <laughs> and I'm trying to get the thing up. That's what I'm trying to do. Maybe if I did it like that. No, no, my eyes still suck. <laughs> Oh man, it's just I feel But there's one problem. Everybody still thinks that I absolutely suck. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> <laughs> but there's one thing I'm not doing tonight. I don't do requests. That's the only thing I'm not doing tonight. <laughs> I was gonna do a one feature tonight there, Chris, but um, after what happened at the beginning of the show, that's not going to happen because um, I don't ha- want to go into my new list of sound on my soundboard here. I got a whole bunch of them, so we're not. That's not going to happen. So maybe next week, but um, besides that, uh, I may just be edgy and decide. You know what? Let's do it later. We will do it later. So. We'll see. All right, now let's let's move on here. We have Dakota Kai going up against Candice LeRae. She, I'm, I was excited to see uh, Tegan Knox come out and go after Dakota Kai. I love that story. I love that story. It started in War Games and it's continue on, and it's going to finally it's going to finally come to to head on the NXT TakeOver Portland. When the, when the hell is that date yeah. again? 
There's so many dates that's going through my head right now that I can't keep up with. I think NXT is this weekend. Okay. Is it? I think so. Well, let me ask Google. Google. What is NXT? That's what I'm doing right now. It may not be. Yeah. February 16th. Yep. February 16th. Yeah. I got Google Home. And I think my phone just died. Yep. (laughs) Uh Oh. Yeah. I had my phone. I was using it for a stream. Nope. There it is. Okay. I don't know what the hell's going on. All right. There it goes. It timed out. Okay. Yeah, when I say that, it goes off on my phone there. Okay, there we go. All right. I'm looking at some comments here. All right. We got Scott D. Ray. Strong once told Ryan Dukin that... That told Ryan Dukin that Dukin was an awful name. Okay. Sounds good. (laughs) All right. Yeah, shout out to uh, Scott Ray. He's uh, uh, one of the guys that got me into wrestling. All right, cool. And, uh, welcome to the welcome to the show, talking, um, Ryan Dukey. He's an independent wrestler as well, and yeah, he's I guess telling a story from uh, back in the the day. And uh, yeah, I'm real appreciative about. Scotty Ray, he got he uh, opened uh, a door for me in the business, and I really appreciate it. And he's a good friend, and can't wait to hang out with him again. Nice, nice. I'm refreshing my Facebook tab here because it's I don't know what the hell's going on. I'm not getting the uh, comments and everything that I need to see, and now it's refreshing me over to Facebook Watch. What are you doing, Facebook? You're like Skynet right now. You're not on my freaking side. (laughs) Oh, damn. Chris, freaking technology, man. I hate this. I hate this. I hate this. Well, I'm trying to refresh my page. Why don't you go ahead and uh, continue on with with Dakota Kai and Candace Array. Let's continue on with that while I'm trying to get my shit together. Go ahead. Well, it was a fast-paced open. Candice LeRae hit multiple suicide dives. Um, just one right after the other. It looked impressive. And we came back from commercial, and Dakota Kai just the, uh, with the... took over quick and, and picked up the victory. And the important part of this important piece of this puzzle was Tegan Knox comes out of nowhere falls with Dakota Kai. I'm ready to, I'm ready to see this match like you was talking about. It's gonna be a good and I love the story dating back to the war games where she uh turned on Tegan Knox, beat her to death in the um uh the cage. And yeah, I'm ready to see it man. I'm ready to see this match. Nice. Nice. I'm 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 ready for it, man. I'm definitely I'm definitely ready for it. I'm ready to see uh 
let's see what happens here with um with with the uh, the rival with Dakota Kai and Tia Knox. I have a feeling. Let's do a prediction here. While we're talking about NXT, let's throw in some of the stuff that's going to be happening in Portland, man. Um, Dakota Kai, Tegan Knox. I'm a, I'm going to make a prediction here. I I love to see Tegan Knox get back and win, but I have a feeling Dakota Kai is going to win. <laughs> I just have that feeling. I I Tegan Knox is great, fantastic, everything she does, but I have that feeling that we're definitely going to see. Definitely going to see um, Dakota Kai win this. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to say Dakota Kai wins and uh, defeats Tegan Knox. Yeah. Yeah. I hate to say Even that. Even though, you know, I, I think this new Dakota Kai is good for NXT, and I think that she should pick up the victory. I I feel that's that's what's gonna happen. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna have to go with that there. Now, Johnny Gargano, he went up against Cameron Grimes in that match right there. Mm-hmm. Johnny wrestling. Oh man, it was freaking great. Cameron Grimes, this dude, this dude's yeah. getting better to me. He's starting to grow on me. Yeah. He is. He is. It was. It was a very, a very crafty, slow opener. That's what I wrote for some reason because it was just, it was that good. Uh-huh. And you know, just all Johnny wrestling at the beginning. I really, I really loved it. Um, and I like Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes has a lot of. Uh, he does a lot of good stuff in the ring. Um. But I, I just think that Johnny Gargano should have won within five minutes because of his opponent, Finn Balor, who's been squashing everyone. And I think Johnny Gargano should have beat Cameron Grimes much quicker to uh, send a message to Finn Balor because that, that match at TakeOver Portland will be great as well. Johnny Gargano and... Cameron Grimes. Um, no, Johnny Gargano and Finn Balor. I'm sorry. Johnny Gargano and Finn Balor at NXT. Yes. Portland's going to be great. It is. Ready ready for it. Give me a prediction. Balor or Gargano? I'm going to go with Finn Balor. Oh, okay. Okay. Finn Balor. You're going with Balor. I feel that Balor... They brought it back to NXT for ratings and also, too, to help enhance and put talent over. I'm sorry, because there's nothing really else I see yet that they're going to use him for. So I feel that um, he's going to help put Johnny over more than what he is, if that makes sense, if you know what I'm talking about there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I think Finn Balor will be kind of more than a utility guy. I think that do you think he could be an NXT? I think yeah, I think he could be the NXT champion again. I think him bringing back the Prince 
character that he was, Prince Devitt. Yeah. Uh, he's got to be a dominant. He's got to be a dominant force because that's what he was as the prince. Okay. And he's been dominant here lately. And I think, I mean, I think this could be a good reinvention for him. Okay. And hopefully take it somewhere in NXT. But, uh, yeah. Johnny Gargano, he's got a, he's got a good shot at beating Finn Balor, but I'm going to go with uh, Prince Balor on this one. All right, all right, that's your that's who you're going with. I'm going you're going with Balor. I'm going with Gargano. We'll see. We'll we'll see what happens, man. <laughs> we usually agree. We usually agree on a lot of things, but that this is the one. It's like. I, I understand your point and everything where you're coming from, but <clears throat> excuse me, I feel that Johnny's going to win this one, and you feel Balor's going to win it. So that's going to be an interesting one to see this weekend. <laughs> definitely, definitely. Leo Rush. Leo Rush goes up against Angel Garcia. Garza. Eh, how the hell do you say his last name? Garza? Angel, okay. Angel Garza. Angel Garza. And Angel's still complaining about losing the NXT Cruiserweight Championship. And that's something I noticed this week. Where where the hell was the NXT Cruiserweight Champion? Did he go back over to England to show off the new gold he has? Because that's where, um, where uh, Jordan Devlin... Basically, was been making a name for himself over in the UK um, edition of the NXT there. And did he go back there and finish any unfinished business? Yeah. I think so. Um, I haven't. I haven't really watched NXT UK this week, so I don't know. Maybe you I don't. Want, you don't watch it? Oh yeah, that's right. You no. Well, I know it comes on in the middle of the day when we're at work, but we can always go back on the network, I think, the following day and watch it. But I enjoy I enjoy watching NXT UK when I when I do catch it. And there for a while I was watching it quite a bit and I was like, God dang man. This content is freaking phenomenal. No pun intended. Because I love what they were doing with the talent and matches and everything. I was watching NXT, but it's just over in the UK. <laughs> I hate to throw that out there, but besides that, um yeah, Angel's still upset about losing that title. And Leo is I love the little promo there they had. You you know that promo there that they had right before the match. Um it I don't remember a lot of it because um I think I was watching the MJF stuff okay. in this match as I got here on my notes. So I didn't see the promo, but, um, man, the match itself, you know, going back and forth because there's two good matches on each television station, yeah. MJF and Jungle Boy versus this one. So it was kind of it was kind of hard to keep up with both, but man, Leo Rush had a frog splash on the outside of the ring, and it was insane. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed that. 
I wrote down that Angel Garza will, will be the WWE champion someday. He has that look, and he'll get more size and time. He just has a look of a WWE champion, and I think he will be the champion one day. You do. But um, after, all, after all the stuff they did in the ring, Russ wins with a small package. And he will challenge Jordan Devlin next week on NXT for the Cruiserweight Championship. So uh, I'm ready to see that match and see what they do. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing that because Devlin, you know, Devlin was trained by Balor. Finn Balor trained him. Yeah. Yeah. That's why yeah. that's why he's so great. Watch. Yeah, I watched the very first UK show they ever had in 2016, I believe it was. Um, yeah, the UK tournament. Finn Balor wrestled uh, Devlin. Yeah, and and you and I thought that was awesome, and they explained that that. Balor trained him, and it was pretty cool. I really enjoyed that. And uh, that was a good uh, start to the NXT UK. But, you know, as time went on, I just don't watch it like I used to. But, um, yeah, I'm really excited to see this crew match next week. Man. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see it, man, uh, to see what happens here. Bianca Blair defeats Santana Garrett. <sighs> I feel bad for Santana, man, because I, I've met her. Really, really great person. And I've seen her wrestle live in front of me. Okay? Great talent. Great everything in the ring. I was so happy when they signed Santana Garrett. I was like, yes! Because she did so much for the promotion. I can't think off the top of my head that she'd done with the... Uh, the uh, all women's uh, wrestling. The uh, ah, damn, I can't think of it. But she did. She's she's a great talent and everything, and great personality, everything. And when NXT, they used her a lot because she was in the she was in the, both the May Young Classics. She has come on NXT TV multiple times back. Before it was on USA, it was on the WWE Network. She was on. She was on both. Of, she was on there, and then when it was announced that they signed Santana Garrett, I said, "About damn time they signed her," because after everything she's done with them, and they've used her for, I was so glad that they signed her to a NXT, and. She's pretty much not really been winning any matches, man. I'm just, oh, God, I'm just like. Really? What? What the hell are you doing? <laughs> what the heck? What the heck are they freaking doing? You know? It's like, come on. I want to see her win at least Maybe. one. Yeah, maybe this is building to something bigger, and we don't know it yet. But, yeah, Bianca Belair got rid of her in minutes and sent a message to Rhea Ripley this weekend at NXT Portland. And 
I wouldn't be surprised if Bianca Belair takes the championship. And I know what everybody's saying, Charlotte and Rhea at WrestleMania, but I think that uh, Charlotte and uh, Rhea Ripley could have just a singles match at WrestleMania with no NXT title involved. And that very well could happen this Sunday in NXT Portland. And as a matter of fact, my prediction is Bianca Belair. You, you think you think Bianca's going to get that title? I'm going to go with Bianca Belair. You're going to go with Bianca? Dude, Rhea's going to... I'm going to go with Bianca. I, I can't stand... I, I can't see another triple threat match like I did last year. I can't. Chris, I can't, I cannot, I can't go through it again. I cannot go through another triple threat with with Charlotte. <laughs> I can't do it, man. I can't do it. <laughs> I cannot do it, man. I just can't. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think it'll be a triple threat match. I, I don't. I don't think the NXT title will be on the. WrestleMania card at all. I do. They're leaning towards it. Look, now you didn't really pay too much attention what happened on Raw. You didn't really pay too much attention because it looks like um, for a minute there at one point, I thought I was watching Walking Dead when Shayna Baszler came in and attacked Becky and bit her on the neck and then she came up and her mouth was red. For a minute there, I said, am I watching Walking Dead, or what the hell am I watching? I just... I saw highlights. What? You saw blood? I saw highlights of that. Yeah, yeah. What? Yeah. Creative. Creative. What are you doing? You, you Are you do are you producing wrestling, or are you producing Walking Dead? Because I feel like the creative is just... We about to get stupid! Sometimes, with all with the stuff they do. You ever heard that old saying? You've probably heard it before. Who books this shit? <laughs> yeah, who booked this shit? Who booked this shit, man? <laughs> WWE creative for you. But you know and I know that you're only half the man that I am. And I have half the brain that you do. That's, that's, yeah. Who books this shit, right? <laughs> Seriously, biting. Did did uh, did did Shayna Baszler? Did she watch Mike Tyson and Vander Holyfield fight before she came out? <laughs> did she did she uh, watch it? Did she watch it? You know, she sat there and was like, you know what? And Mike Tyson bit bit Holyfield in the yeah. I'm gonna go after the neck. <laughs> that's basically what she. That's, <laughs> I'm like, really? She came in there and it was like, I've watched, I thought, for God's sakes, I'm watching The Walking Dead. There's Becky and here comes Shayna. And it's like, <laughs> I'm like, she comes up and <laughs> I say to myself, I said, what the hell am I watching? <laughs> it's not wrestling no more. It's, it's the, is this AMC? I had to check the channel, Chris, to make sure I was watching USA and not AMC. 
and I saw, uh, I also saw on the internet that people were saying that Shayna Baszler is in the cage that Rowan carries around. They all they put her face in it. Where she has, where... <laughs> Have you ever seen that? <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so that's what that's what Eric Ro, Eric Rowan is carrying Shayna Baszler around inside the cage. That's what I around about with the uh, segment on Raw where she bit Becky. Yeah, somebody uh, joked around about it and put Shayna's face inside the cage. <laughs> and, yeah, it was funny with the blood all around her. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm 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 googling it right now. <laughs> got to see this. I got to see this. If if I find it then uh <laughs> All right, there's the blood thing. Okay. All right. Let's see. <laughs> vampire? Shayna Baszler vampire? What the heck? <laughs> oh my god. Really? What the hell is what is going on here, Chris? Oh my god. <laughs> oh damn. This is when you realize here's a meme here when you realize Shayna has been doing it all with her eyes closed. <laughs> oh my god! Oh damn! I, it's yeah. not, it's not coming up here. I'm gonna have to look at it later. I'm gonna have to definitely look at it later. But um, damn, <laughs> that's crazy. That's funny stuff there. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, kind of getting off track here, but um, yeah, I just. <sighs> Baszler and Baszler and Lynch are gonna go out at Mania, and I feel for the fact that Baszler's gonna. <laughs> oh God, the, the, that image just—it's burning through my freaking head, Chris. Oh my God! <sighs> Damn, man. Oh God, give me drinking a little bit of the bubbly. That's basically what. I need some bubbly. I just need some. All right. Uh, Chris. Bianca Blair, you feel she's going to win the NXT championship and it's going to be her and or Charlotte and Rhea Ripley. But what was the point of Charlotte winning the Royal Rumble if she's not going to go after the championship? If Bianca Blair wins it, okay, Bianca Blair wins the NXT championship, would you consider Charlotte to go after her, or would she still go after Rhea without that championship? So, if all you, right, fine. Yeah, how's this going to work? What I said, I forgot about. I forgot that Charlotte won the rumble. So, <laughs> there you yeah, go. Yeah, Rhea Ripley's going to win. Rhea Ripley winning this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Forget what V. Christmas said. <laughs> it doesn't matter what your name is. Sorry, I had to give that to you. <laughs> I don't even know what anybody's talking about. My original prediction was uh, Rhea Ripley. So, 
Stick with me. I know it can get crazy here on Slamming Thursdays, though. I know it can get crazy, but come on, man. Come on. Come on. I want to rock! So. <laughs> All right, let's get to the last part here. Adam Cole goes up against Kushida. Okay. What do you know about Kushida? Um, he was, um, a super junior in Japan. Is that what they call him? Yes. He was in New Japan. I know that. And he had some spectacular matches with Will Ospreay. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I watched, I don't watch a lot of New Japan anymore because a lot of people's left there that I liked and uh-huh. it's not that interesting anymore, but, I, but. I, when I used to watch a lot of it, Kushida was on there, and he, he did a really good job. And this match, Cole and Kushida, was a good main event. Um, I liked how Cole went for his uh, signature Canadian destroyer on the outside, and Kushida caught him an arm bar. I thought that was very innovative. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. It reminded Cole me. Hit, uh, can I throw this in here real quick? Mm-hmm. It reminded me when Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly was wrestling at ROH, and when at, when when Adam Cole came off the apron midair, Cole put him in a freaking armbar. That's what it reminded me of. But continue. Um. Cole gets hit with a handstand. He does a handstand kick. And then Cole reverses it into a boot. I mean, they they put out some crazy stuff. Kashia looked impressive. I love, I love to see these guys in an angle down the road. Yeah. Um. Man, but the match. I mean, it was cutting it close to TV, and you could see it how the finish was. Yes. But um, it was cutting it close to that ten o'clock thing they went off a little bit mm-hmm. um but the AEW is off the air and their match was still going on but you know adam cole beat Kushida finally yeah and man the match was a little too long but man I, the spots i was you know pointing out I, I really enjoyed how they put that together it was a good match a good main event mm-hmm it was it was good. It it was good. Yeah. It was good. Now, if you look at AEW this week, Chris, here we go. A moment of truth here. A moment of truth here. AEW NXT. Okay. 
Which which was the better show this week? I'm gonna have to give the nod to um, AEW, even though I enjoyed NXT. I enjoyed AEW. I just think the ending of the show, AEW got the better of them with the Jeff Cobb addition to the roster. That's what got NXT this week. And the storylines on AEW as well was pretty good compared to uh, the NXT. And I'm going to have to give them a nod to AEW this week. All right. AEW. Tell you what. AEW, basically, if I was if I was there, and if I knew this card ahead of time, I I would have I would have been there, and they basically would have got. Show me the money! AEW this week was the winner. NXT was good. I agree with you. Jeff Cobb. Having Jeff Cobb. I seen have you seen Jeff Cobb wrestle live? Not live, but on like you know, I saw him on New Japan and Yeah. A couple of Ring of Honor. I haven't seen I can't remember exactly what he does because it's been a while since I've seen him, but I do know of him. And uh Imagine. He's be something. Remember, remember, one night stand, the second one night stand, pay per view, from ECW. Remember the opening match with Kurt Angle versus Randy Orton. Rem- yeah. Remember how focused Kurt Angle was in the in that match. There, he was a wrestling machine. That's Jeff Cobb. That's Jeff Cobb, and seeing him, my nephew. It, I hate to throw this word out here and use it, though, but uh, I love you, nephew, but um, he's a mark for Jeff Cobb. He loves him because when he found out I saw Jeff Cobb wrestle live at the the New Japan uh, uh, Game Changer event a a couple years ago, I was like, yeah, Jeff Cobb was there. And he was like, Jeff Cobb, ah, ah, he just, you saw him wrestle live. Ah, I wish I knew it. I just, he just, he lost his shit, dude. <laughs> the kid yeah. lost, he lost his shit. I said, yeah, I seen him live. And I said, everything you said about him, being like Kurt Angle and how he wrestles and stuff, you're dead on, man, because I was entertained. And he was just a great in-ring performer. Him coming to AEW is a plus because those who follow him and him be on the AEW they're going they're going to be in surprise man because you're going to see some you're going to see some good stuff coming from this guy if they let him they put him out there and him start having matches like he needs to or supposed to this guy's going to be great because he is such a great in-ring talent he is like what Kurt Angle was back when Kurt Angle was young is that you you see here, Chris. You're gonna be you're gonna, god dang. You get to see him wrestle live. Take that advantage because you will not be disappointed. You will not be disappointed with that right there. But yeah, NXT had a solid had a solid show. But 
with the fact that Velveteen Dream was a surprise. If they would have waited this week and had Velveteen Dream come back, I think NXT would have probably beat AEW, but it would have been neck to neck. Too close to damn call this week. But they went ahead and did theirs. And then AEW's like, well, you know what? Fuck. Next week, we're, we're going to introduce Jeff Cobb. <laughs> and that's what we're going to do. Because people were talking about Velveteen Dream being back last week. This week, it's like AEW's like, okay, yeah. All right. We're going to introduce Jeff Cobb. We'll see what you say about that. And a lot of people are still talking about that. So, AEW gets the gets the um gets the approval this week from Everett Lee and the Chris Rose So there you have it right there right there for uh your NXT and AEW show reviews this week ladies and gentlemen and uh i think it's time to mention about podcast city network your top source for independent podcasting you can check out shows such as the Everett lee show final score the imaginarium with scott and todd super radio brothers best friend podcast show movie nights podcast and mark the shark mma show all on podcastcity.net and David C. Russell from Deathmatch Russell Podcast and Russell Popcast right there on podcastcity.net follow him on Facebook Podcast City Network and over on Twitter at Podcast City Net and follow him on YouTube for video portions of their podcast and subscribe to that you can check out every Lee Show videos right there and follow them Right here on twitch.tv slash network. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we are going to discuss what happened on this day in wrestling history. Hopefully I don't lose my smile over it. But little thing we'll be talking about right there. If you got that. And then we're going to be talking about the uh, WWE Saint valentine's day massacre pay-per-view from 1999 much much more here on uh, your simon thursday edition with Everett lee and the chris rose we'll be right back right after this the following support and sponsor podcast city network city limits taproom sports bar in deland florida as brew on tap serves food the grilled cheese is excellent for upcoming events Check out City Limits Taproom on Facebook.com slash City Limits Taproom. Three Count Design offers a wide range of graphic design products, video, photography, and other forms of media. Everything from t-shirt designs to websites. Visit Facebook.com slash Three Count Design for more. All supporters and sponsors are brought to you by Podcast City Network. Hey fans, here at Podcast City Network, we have a lot of great shows on all of our great social media outlets, podcastcity.net. Facebook.com slash Podcast City Network. Hit that thumbs up. You can send a tweet to Podcast City Network on Twitter at Podcast City Net. Only on Podcast City Network. 
You're listening to The Everett Lee Show. I want to thank everyone that's listening and have downloaded the audio version and viewing tonight right here on The Everett Lee Show, Slammin' Thursday edition with Everett Lee and the Chris Rose. So... Let's jump right into talking and discussing about what happened on this day in wrestling history. You with me, Chris? I'm with you, man. Okay. I'm with you. (laughs) I didn't know if you were still here or not. (laughs) Well... You took a look at the uh, what happened on this day in wrestling history. You know what I'm talking about when I said before the break, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it says, uh, you know, uh, WWF presented uh, Raw out of Lowell, Massachusetts. Yep. Second ever two-hour episode of Raw. Yeah. Yeah, the the... The first came a week earlier when uh, WF, now WWE, expanded the show to two hour to compete with WCW Monday Nitro. That's the beginning of the Monday Night Wars. It aired its usual Monday time slot in Canada, but it was presented, it was pre-taped. They weren't live like they are now and like they did during the, I think it was the late 2000s. It was it it was live. They went three hours, but beforehand, Raw was pre-taped and then just aired on Mondays. And uh, for a while there, that's how WCW got ahead in the ratings because Eric Bischoff would spoil what was going to happen, and it backfired. Of course, you know with the uh, Mankind winning the WWE Championship, and uh, that's how they basically WWE won the Monday Night Wars, but. Basically, but it was pre-taped to the American audience due to the USA Network airing the uh, Westminster Kennel Club dog show. And the show was airing three days later. WWE promoted the special episode as a Thursday Night Raw Thursday. The card for this for this two-hour Raw, you had Rocky Maivia, known as The Rock, went up against Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Triple H to win the WWE or WWE, you know, the Intercontinental Championship. The win basically made Maivia the youngest Intercontinental Champion in WWE history. Um, the, the mark has since been surpassed by Randy Orton, who holds the record, winning the first Intercontinental Championship at age 23 in 2003. The Headbangers went up and defeated uh, Aldo Montoya and Bob Holly. The Undertaker defeated Savio Vega. Steve Austin defeated Psycho Sid in a disqualification. The Nation of Domination, Farugan Crush defeated Owen Hart and Davey Boy Smith um, by countout. Bret Hart defeated Vader. But the most important thing about this was it was on one of the uh, top 100 raw moments was Shawn Michaels 
He vacated the WWF championship due to a knee injury. And during the segment, Michaels said that famous thing. He uh, lost his smile. He lost his smile. And to this day, the speculation was whether or not Michaels really did injure his knee to the point where he had to give up the title. The vacation of the title only heightened tension between Shawn Michaels and the man that many say was lined up to be WWE champion coming out of WrestleMania 13 was Bret Hart. The championship was declared vacant with a new champion to be crowned at the In Your House Final Four with Bret Hart, Vader, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and The Undertaker. Four of the final men in the previous month's Royal Rumble match would face off for the title. Psycho Sid's Michael's original challenger for the title at the pay-per-view would face the winner for the next night on Raw. And for the record, Bret Hart won the title to only lose it next night to Sid. One more thing was with this act, Michaels became the first man to forfeit all three major championships in WWE in his career. Michaels forfeited the Intercontinental Championship due to suspension in 93 and the tag team titles with Diesel in 94. It would only be the only time he forfeited a title in 1997. Four months later, he forfeited half the tag team titles when he was suspended following a backstage fight with Bret Hart. WWE announced that Bret Hart, the hitman Hart, a man who had barely publicly fallen out with the company declared earlier, would be inducted into the Hall of Fame on this day. But, um, ain't that... Um, let me read this one other thing here. Bret Hart also... You know, would appear at the ceremony, but he wouldn't. He would not appear at WrestleMania 22. And also on this day, the America Dream, Death of Rhodes, was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame on this day too. But the uh, Shawn Michaels losing his smile there ain't that some crazy stuff with the politics going backstage there? Don't you think? Yeah, that was a crazy time for Shawn Michaels. And, um, that is a, uh, you know, highlight throughout history. The uh, Shawn Michaels losing a smile. And that's just what they came up with for the uh, suspension. And, I mean, that's, yeah, they could have came up with something a little bit more creative. But, I mean, that's what it was. And, yeah, Shawn Michaels and yeah, that's a moment in history. So, backstage fight with Bret Hart. Um, those guys went at it all the time. Yeah, Bret it, Hart was. Rumor is that Bret Hart was dragging him around the locker room by his hair, and he uh, stormed into Vince and said that he's going to go home. He quits. It's an unsafe work environment. It's crazy story. I mean, there's so many different ones, but that's the one I heard. But, yeah, that's a crazy moment, man. That is. That is all the politics and everything going on. Because if you really look at it in the mid-'90s, Chris, after after Hogan, Savage, all the big guys that carried the company on their back through the 80s into the early-'90s were gone. Who was going to carry... WWE, who was going to carry it? 
Vince, that's when he decided to push the talent that he had already there. That already is like, you know what? I need to push this talent I have. So he pushed Bret Hart. He pushed Shawn Michaels. And he pushed guys like Diesel before he left. Razor Ramon before they left to go to WCW. Sid Vicious, he, he pushed him. And this is around, around the early time there, right before the um, Steve Austin, The Rock, and Triple H started basically in the late 90s. I mean, this is mid-90s here. Um, Shawn Michaels, Bret Hart had some fantastic matches. Their Iron Man match. One of my favorite matches out of these two had out of their rivalry. The Iron Man match was just... That's what I think about that. And, yeah, him getting inducted to the Hall of Fame after all these years and making amends with WWE and making amends with Shawn Michaels and uh, buried the hatchet and moved on. That's that's what I like about this in the end here. Everyone basically buried a hatchet and moved on with their lives. That's something right there you can look at and you can't really too much say wow. Because that don't happen really much in uh, wrestling, does it? Now, um, a lot of uh, us wrestlers say, and it is true, um, can't, you can count your fingers on one hand, and uh, you can count your uh, friends on one hand, and that's a true statement in in, in wrestling. It is. Uh huh. And yeah, those guys um, burying the hatchet after over, you know, both men being competitive in their prime. It's good to see them uh, friends now. Yeah. It it definitely is. It definitely is good to see him friends now. It definitely is. But yeah, I thought that was that was pretty inter- interesting there. What what happened? And wow, something else um, <laughs> that happened. I got to throw this out here. This past weekend, we recorded ourselves in reaction watching the uh, WWE F WWE Saint Valens time day massacre okay (laughs) from uh in your house and damn damn good reaction watching this pay-per-view good good card watching this going back and forth on this okay but the thing is chris uh when i went back and played the audio i didn't adjust my setting on my uh mixer on my computer and every time you talked it just it was like it was like talking to god it was like, it was like you talk, and it was like da 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 da, just echoed. I tried to get it edited, I failed. I was like, damn. So I passed it off to uh, someone else I know who's good with audio. They couldn't do it, so at least we we had a practice run at it because it was going to be some bonus content for the Everly show, which. Me and you have discussed, we got something planned for next month, which I will make sure we do a test run and things are great. So, but I have the match card up for the St. Valentine's Day Massacre pay-per-view. And do you, you remember a lot of this? Because I do. Like it was like yesterday when we watched it. 
Yeah, I mean, like we were saying, the uh, my uh, one of my favorite matches was Kane and um, China versus uh, DX. Right, that was one of my favorite matches on the card. Yeah, and um, you had The Rock and Mankind, uh, Vince and Stone Cold, and the highlight of the pay per view was uh, the Giant, the uh, the Big Show debuting. Yeah, and uh, on Saint on Master. Um, yeah, man, I, I had a you know I had a blast. That um, you know a technical issue on you know I mean it happens, mm-hmm. but we got a little practice run. Well, when we do air one for our uh, listeners, and um, yeah, I'm ready to, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to do another one. And, I am too. Uh, yeah, Saint Valentine's Massacre was was um was it was a fun show to watch. They had a lot of, you know, I could have done without the boss with um that uh, who was boss man's um opponent again. Minion, Minion, yeah, that that match right there. I mean, we both agreed on there. Yeah, it just it did it, nothing for me. It no. it did nothing for me, man. I mean, it was a six six minute nineteen second match there that went on too longer than what it was supposed to. And even the crowd, even the crowd said the, the uh, boring. Started chanting boring. How often do you hear back in the day? That's someone chanting boring on a WWE pay-per-view back in the during the Attitude Era. How often do you hear that? Yeah. Not much. I and was, Yeah, when we was watching along, I think I pointed that out there. That it's yeah. very odd hearing that in the 90s when the business was hot as it ever was. And... Yeah, kind of a, a that was a mistake on their part with the Midian character, but I mean, I mean, this card had a lot of great talent on it, and I enjoyed it, man. I, enjoy, I had a blast doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a viewer, a viewer that dropped in, said hello, and uh, I I can't pronounce your name, but Bonjour. Hello, and thank you for uh, tuning in tonight here on the Slammin' Thursday edition of the Everett Lee Show. We're talking about the St. Valentine's Day Massacre from 1999. So, but, yet yeah, the uh, Billy, the Billy Gun. I mean, not the Billy Gun, but the Big Boss Man and Minion Match. Yeah, that's just, you know, but uh, where was, okay, not that one. All right. Bob Holly and Al Snow. That hardcore match for the vacated WWE hardcore championship match there. <laughs> was I, I like that one. They they went all over the place, did they not? They used everything that was around them. Everything they used to throw at each other. They used trash cans from what stop signs, Chris, to where the hell they, they yeah. fought outside the arena and went all the way down to the freaking river. <laughs> yeah, they pulled out all the stops, man. Um, Al Snow and Bob Holly. Um, Bob Holly ended up becoming the, uh, the the winner. Yeah, this is a crazy match. They went everywhere. This is 
when the hardcore championship was fun to watch around this era. Yeah. Now, yeah, I really, I really like the match. I really do. Yeah. What What did you think about Bob Holly wrapping Al Snow up in the in the uh, fence there <laughs> for the finish? Yeah, that that was a crazy part, man. Man, they just left him there, and he just stayed there. Yeah. And yeah, I I didn't like. The only thing I didn't like is Bob Holly running back to the ring just to hold the title up. I think he could have done it there. Put his foot over the fence, held the title up. But they see the the camera sees him running all the way back to the ring, which is weird. But other than that, man, I I enjoyed uh, that little throwback hardcore championship match. Yeah, yeah that that was that was that was something right there. That that was that was basically something. I mean, just <laughs> I loved it. I loved it there. Yeah, the uh, yeah you said the uh, corporation China and Kane going up against uh, D Generation X, X Pac and Triple H. There, that was something. That that was that was something right there because that match went back and forth, and the uh, corporation ended up defeating DX there. That that was a good tag match there. They had uh, two tag matches on this uh, card. Yeah, the second. One, yeah, Jeff Jarrett, Owen Hart with Deborah at ringside going up against D'Lo Brown, Mark Henry with Ivory. And <laughs> that was the way that finished, man, with Jeff Jarrett coming in with the guitar. Or was it Jarrett or Owen that used a guitar on the back of Henry's leg and made him like, yeah, it was, it was uh, Owen. And then when that happened, Jared put him in the figure four and Mark he had to tap out. That's one way to get a big man the the submit. You know, take take him out, take his legs out with a guitar and make him submit, huh? <laughs> yeah, that was a good match as well. I really I, you know how he uh how he did that. seeing Owen. Um you know, I love the WWE network that we can go back and watch Owen Hart. Mm-hmm. Um I really liked that little team of Jarrett and Owen. I thought that was really cool. And Elo Brown underrated in the ring as well. Yeah. And uh, Mark Henry, Hall of Famer. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed the match, man. I did. Yeah. And then, and then you had the opening match, which was Gold Dust going up against Blue Dust, the Blue Meanie, which yeah. was a quick squash match. He came in there and it was like bam, 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 one, two, three, done. Within three minutes and four seconds, Goldust defeated the Blue Dust in that match. There, Dustin got his stuff in. You notice that he got his stuff in and everything, and he did the curtain. Was it? Yeah, he did the curtain call, pinned him, and then he got him up and did Shattered Dreams to Blue Dust, which was great. It was. It was fun to, you know, it's crazy that he's at the top of his game now, and he was right there. Uh-huh. And uh, it, it's cool, man. Um, But yeah, who booked Blue Dust shit? <laughs> who booked that? <laughs> but, um, who booked yeah. that? Who booked that stuff, man? 
book this stuff? Who books this shit, man? <laughs> Who books this stuff, man? Who books this stuff? Cacao, hello. Hey, it's nothing. He says he knows you. <laughs> but um, what's the next one here that that was on this here? Oh yeah, Val Venus. Going up against Ken Shamrock for the Intercontinental Championship with Billy Gunn as special guest referee. It was that thing with Val Venus and Ryan Shamrock. Remember that? That that was that was a great great story that transitioned into the ring there. And Billy Gunn, he 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 had his eyes on Ryan Ryan on Shamrock's sister. And you loved how he would not count fast for Shamrock and at one point he just he wanted Val to beat Shamrock <laughs> it was it was great Sh um, Shamrock lost the Intercontinental Championship to Val Venus because with the fast count for Billy Gunn he was like one two three <laughs> that was that was just that was great was it not That was something, huh? You with me? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you, man. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was, I was yeah, asking. The <laughs> Let me get your thought on that. Yeah, the. Um. Yeah, Shamrock, um, Valvinus. Yeah, that whole uh, storyline, man, was crazy. Um, Val Venus did that a lot with Gold Dust as well. Had some good storylines. Um, now, like, like we were saying um, when we watched along, uh, Val Venus could have been something if he would have been a better, you know, in-ring wrestler. Um, his gimmick was good. He, it, it was good for that time. And mm -hmm. You know, these guys put on, you know, a decent match. Um, not my favorite on the card, but um, they did pretty good. Yeah, it was it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It had a good story to it and a good twist, and it uh, almost had like a, uh, a entourage thing or whatever is going on. But two main events, Mankind as the WWE Championship, going up against a Rock in a last-man-standing match, which ended in a draw. But <laughs> my favorite part was the Rock getting on commentary there. He <laughs> said, said, out came a giant gorilla and took a crap, and out came mankind. And he about, like, backhand Jerry Lawler. He said, shut your mouth or I'll slap that taste out of it. <laughs> Just love that stuff man and then he's like get over here and he's sitting there beating up mankind while he's doing commentary and then he gets in the ring and he gets on the mic and he's sitting there and he's like yeah no one and and then mankind comes up mr Sacco, and gets him in his mouth man of a claw and he's like they don't they don't do nothing like that no more man how do you like this last man standing match? 
I did, man. I enjoyed it. Um, these guys pulled out all the stops, the uh, the finish, the double chairs to the head. Man, they they did everything in this match. And I like when Rock wrestles in the tracksuit. I, I don't know that that just fits him. I, I enjoy it. Um, yeah, it was a good match, man. It was uh, my second. It was my, no my my favorite match of the night. Yeah. I would have to say that was my favorite match of the night, too, there, because it, it lasted a long time, though. But they, they did some great stuff, and it was almost like a continuation of the rivalry at that during that time of the year with, um, with the 99 Royal Rumble there, with the I Quit match. This is like part chapter two, part two of that, which ended in a draw. The finish was both guys knocking each other out with a steel chair. And then, oh, yeah. What what happened during one point during the match, Chris, with the rock and the steel chair? <laughs> I love it. Yeah, he went to hit him with it, bounced off the ropes and hit him in the head. That was, that was great. That was great. I never really seen yeah. anything like that at that time. Did you or have you? Good little comedy spot, and yeah, it was a it, it was fun to see that man. It was a, it was a good match. I liked it. It was a, it brought back some childhood memories. Mm-hmm. It did. It was it was great seeing that there. Twenty two minutes that match lasted, which was great. My favorite match on this card because of the story and everything that went on with this. But what am I ever? Everlasting favorite rivalries and stories that went on for a long time was the Austin McMahon saga. And at the 1999 Royal Rumble, Mr. McMahon won it. And therefore, through what Commissioner Shawn Michaels at the time said that the chairman could not go on and win the WWE Championship because of his position. However, the runner-up, it gets forfeited to the runner-up, which was Steve Austin. And McMahon did not want Steve Austin to be champion. He did not want it. So he put up roadblock, roadblock, roadblock in front of Steve to make sure that Stone Cold would not become WWE champion. And one of the things was having a steel cage match and to be the number one contender for the championship at WrestleMania 15. If Austin wins, he goes on to WrestleMania 15 and faces Mankind or The Rock or whoever it was. Whoever's holding that championship, that's who he's facing. And McMahon wins, Austin is out. He don't get no championship shot main event at WrestleMania 15. Now, this match went on for 7 minutes and 56 seconds, which seemed like it went longer, Chris. But... It took him a long time to get in the ring, did it not? It did. It did, man. And um, Austin just uh, kicking Vince's ass all over the place. And Vince trying to run. And, um, you know, when they got in the ring, Austin continued to beat down. And out of nowhere, you saw uh, the giant pop up. And uh, toss Austin out of the ring, making him the winner. 
But yeah, it was a it was a fun match to watch, though, because you always like seeing Austin and McMahon in the ring, and and uh, yeah, they they have a lot of history in the '90s, and it was fun. To, it was fun to watch, man, and it was a good uh, little debut for the Giant. Big show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was great. It definitely was great. Paul White. I think that's, yeah, yeah, Paul White, a.k.a. later becomes the big show. He made his he made his WWE debut. He jumped ship from WCW over, just like Chris Jericho did. Because at that time, I remember seeing the giant on WCW, and then he disappeared. What happened? And then months later, right before WrestleMania, he debuts coming out of the ring at this pay-per-view going after Steve Austin and working for Vince McMahon. And a little side note, the night after this pay-per-view on Raw with The Rock cutting a promo on Paul White was just fantastic. <laughs> you got to check that out if you do. But, yeah, this this was good. What I liked was how Vince was climbing up the side of the cage and before the match started, he threw Vince off the cage and he fell and busted on the announce table and they were about to take him out in the stretcher and Austin got on the mic and he was like, he's like, I ain't going to end like this. Get that, is that son of a, hey, medic, is that son of a bitch still breathing? Get his ass in the ring or he's going to get a mud hole stomped in it, walk dry. Boom, he goes out there and it was just freaking great. <laughs> the commentary was great with, um, Michael Cole and Jerry the King Lawler, and just just a really really good pay per view. This was right here. This was a really good pay per view. We both agree, Chris, that Mankind versus The Rock, last man standing in match for WWE Championship, which ended in a draw, which won twenty two minutes, was the best match out of this pay per view. Our least favorite was Boss Man defeating Minion in a singles match at 6 minutes and 19 seconds. We're on the same page on that, right? Oh, yeah, that was definitely the worst one. Boss Man and Midian. Definitely the yeah. worst match. Okay, okay. So, pretty much, we we both agree on that right there. Now, on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate the 1999 In Your House St. Valentine's Day Massacre? What would you rate that? Are we doing it 1 out of 5 or 1 out of 10? Let's do 1 out of 5. We'll 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 keep it like we usually do because you see, the reason I do one out of five, because a lot of people do one out of a ten. Let's just keep it simple. You got five stars, four, three. Let's, you know, out of a system, one to five. One, zero, one being the worst, five being great. I'm going to go with a four on this one. Okay. There's a lot of stuff out there's a lot of stuff I like, some stuff I dislike, but, you know, the Midian and Boss Man match, 
could have done without. But I'm going to give it a four. But overall, man, I enjoyed watching it with you and enjoyed the show. Okay. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to give it a four myself for the fact that it it, it had it had story. It had story, had great story, you had great rivalry, you had everything that continued on into the following month for WrestleMania fifteen. Because I believe that because this was on Valentine's Day. WrestleMania 15 was on March. So this was before like Elimination Chamber. Before that. Years before that. So. Yeah. It just. This just. Yeah. Four out of five on this. I'm right there with you. And. Damn. Pretty damn good pay-per-view. Anyone who has not seen this pay-per-view. Please check it out over on the WWE Network, or if uh, you know you have a friend that has it or can get it, or if you can watch it anyway, please watch it because this is great. And if you need something to do on Valentine's Day, which is tomorrow, but on this time of this recording, it will be released on Valentine's Day. So. Get your loved one that loves wrestling or get someone that you love that loves wrestling and watch it. You want to watch something? What do we watch? Let's watch this. There you go. There's your recommendation right there. Is that is that not a good recommendation right there? I'll prove right there. I mean, that's a good recommendation. Yeah. I mean, I'd recommend it for everybody. Yeah, Valentine's go back Day. And watch, go, back and, go back and watch this tape view on Valentine's Day. Yeah, there you go. You got something to watch. You don't want to watch a, want to watch a movie, you love watching wrestling, boom, watch this right here. And enough said. <laughs> enough said. Chris, before we start wrapping it up and taking it home, what, what does the Chris Rose have coming up here? You have anything uh, coming up that uh, people should know about? Weekend, the Chris Rose has nothing coming up. I will be at my house all weekend. The next time you will see the Chris Rose in action will be on February 22nd. Um, KGW presents Go for the Gold, an eight-man tournament for the heavyweight championship. And I will be going against Cousin Frank, and I will beat Cousin Frank and win the tournament and become the new champion. Hell yeah. And uh, that, that will be held in Shopville, Kentucky. Bell time is at 7 p.m. Uh... Come on out and uh, watch the man, the best, the Chris Rose, baby. I can, I can definitely agree with that right there, and uh, I can't argue with that. I cannot argue with that there. So, be sure to check that out. Definitely check that out. And uh, one last thing that people should check out. 
Podcast City Network, your top source for independent podcasting. Hit up podcastcity.net for shows such as The Everett Lee Show, Imaginary with Scott and Todd, Super Radio Brothers, Final Score, Deathmatch Wrestle Podcast, Wrestle Popcast, Best Friend Podcast Show, and much, much more over on podcastcity.net. Follow them on Facebook, Podcast City Network, and send them a tweet around Twitter at podcastcity.net. Subscribe for video podcast of the Everett Lee Show and other podcasting network shows on YouTube. And follow them right here on twitch.tv slash podcasting network. You want more Everett Lee? Well, I'm going to give it to you. Follow me on Facebook, Everett Lee Show. And on Twitter, at the Everett Lower Score Lee. Instagram, Everett Lee Show. And you want audio portions of this podcast and previous release podcast, hit over to the Everett Lee Show on YouTube. Stitcher Radio. Download Stitcher Radio on your smartphone or tablet and give a five-star rating and a comment. Stitcher Radio, you can find a lot of podcasts on Stitcher Radio if you download that right there because they have a lot of good content on there. Same thing with iTunes. If you have iTunes, please leave a five-star rating and a comment on there. And uh, iPhone people, if you have iPhones, please download iTunes or Apple Podcast on your device and look up the Everett Lee Show. And, of course, on everettleeshow.podbeam.com. Download the Podbeam app. I finally did it this weekend, this past week, actually. I downloaded the Podbeam app, and I love it. You can find Everett Lee's show right there on Podbeam. And you can find a lot of other shows on there as well. And even you can find shows that are live on Podbeam. So be sure to download that that app for your smartphone and tablet Follow the Everett Lee Show and give a comment and download episodes of, especially with this episode and previous release episodes right there on everettleeshow.podbeam.com. Please download those apps and recommendations today. And... I want to announce before we close out next week, next Tuesday, I have a guest for an interview on my upcoming Tuesday edition of the Everett Lee Show where I interview people. I'm going to have none other than ring announcer Rissa Pappas. She will be on the Everett Lee Show Tuesday edition of the ever lee show if you go back and watch deathmatch russell podcast we i was co-host second fiddle that night with david c russell and he interviewed her great podcast you should check it out over on the youtube channel on podcasting network and you'll see what i'm talking about but she's gonna be joining me on tuesday on the ever lee show and of course be sure to check out Slammin' Thursday next Thursday with 
the Everett Lee and Chris Rose, baby. And that is it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And enjoy your night. And happy Valentine's Day. If you got someone to love, if not, watch the St. Valentine's Day Massacre Wrestling Pay-Per-View. Or watch Valentine. Watch something. But Everly signing off and have a good night. And we'll see you again next week for another Slammer Thursday edition of the Everly Show with Everly and the Chris Rose, baby. Peace.